Then to continue with Sharh al-Sunnah, the book of creed and belief of the Imam Abu Muhammad al-Hassan ibn Ali al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, with the explanation of Sheikh Salih al-Fawzan, hafizahullah. Then last time we had the introduction of Sheikh Salih al-Fawzan, and then today we will begin with the actual text of the book, insha'Allah. So there occurs on page 49 of the Saudi print, and from what I'm informed, if you have it, alhamdulillah, if you don't, then you have to make do with the Egyptian edition, I'm told now. So on the Egyptian edition, it's on page 34, at least of this one, which I have in front of me, the Egyptian one here, page 34. In the Saudi edition, the two-volume edition, page 49. There occurs قال البربه قال البربهاري رحمه الله الحمد لله الذي هدانا للإسلام ومن علينا به وأخرجنا في خير أمة فنسأله التوفيق لما يحب ويرضاه والحفظ مما يكره ويسخط that Al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, said, All praise is for Allah, who guided us to Islam, and favored us with it, and who brought us out within the best nation. So we ask him, for success in attaining that which he loves and is pleased with, and for preservation from that which he detests and which he is angry with. Sheikh Fawzan, Hafizullah, said in explanation, in the explanation here, he said, This is the khutbah, this is the opening address of the book. So he began with Alhamdulillah, all praise is for Allah, acting in accordance with the Sunnah. So the Prophet wasallam used to praise Allah and extol him in his letters and in his addresses. And likewise, the Salaf al-Salih, the pious predecessors, and the people of knowledge. They would begin their books with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, following the example of the mighty book. Al-Kitabul Aziz, referring to the Quran, the, the mighty Quran. And with Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And they would also begin with the phrase, All praise is for Allah, the Lord of the whole of creation. Following the action of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Since when he wanted to give an address or to speak, or to draw attention to something, 
he would praise Allah and extol him. Praise him and repeat words of praise upon him. In a footnote here, they mention an evidence for that, the fact that Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa when he wanted to give an address, or speak, or draw attention to something, then he would begin with the praise of Allah. In the footnote they mention, just as occurs in the story of the Islam of Dimad al-Azdi, radiallahu anhu. And this is a long hadith which occurs in Sahih Muslim, which they quote a part of here in the footnote. The story of how the noble companion Dimad from the tribe of Azd, how he became Muslim. And it occurs in the Sahih of Muslim in the book of Jumu'ah from a hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah. And to just mention something briefly from the story, and it was that whilst Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa was still in Mecca, there used to be a man called Dimad who used to perform ruqya upon people. People have been afflicted by the jinn. This is all in addition here, a side point in addition to what occurs in the footnote here. That he used to perform ruqya upon people, recite over them, recite something over them, who had been afflicted by the jinn. So then the story reached him that Allah's Messenger وسلم, is such a person that he's saying these new things and the people claim things about him that he's afflicted by jinn or the like. So Dimad, he said, that, you know, this is his field, so he said, I'll go and I'll see what is with, with, this, with this man. So he came to Allah's Messenger وسلم, and asked him to, to speak to him. So as, as they mentioned here in the footnote, when he came, Allah's Messenger, he, he presented that to Allah's Messenger وسلم, that if you have some jinn, then I can recite over you and, and bring a, a remedy about for you. So Allah's Messenger وسلم, said to him, Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu, man yahdihillahu fala mudillalah, wa man yudlil fala hadiyalah, wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharikalah, Allah's Messenger وسلم, said to Dimad, All praise is for Allah. We praise Him and we seek His aid. Whomever Allah guides, then no one can misguide Him. And whomever He misguides, then no one can guide Him. And I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, alone, with no partner attributed to Him, with no partner for Him and that Muhammad is his slave and his messenger to proceed. So when Dimad heard these words, he asked Allah's messenger to repeat, and Allah's messenger repeated these words three times, three times over, each time he was listening and reflecting. And then Dimad said, I have heard the speech of the soothsayers, and I have heard the speech of the sorcerers, and I have heard the speech of the poets, and this is none of them. So give me your hand that I, could, I will give you the pledge of Islam. I'll give you the pledge upon Islam. So then Allah's Messenger وسلم, asked him, is it just for you, or is it for your people as well? So he said, rather it is for my people as well. So he accepted Islam. And then the narration mentions, and later on Allah's Messenger وسلم, sent out an, a detachment of an army that, that passed, passed his people by. So someone in the army mentioned, did you, catch any, did you take anything from those people as you passed them by? So they said, yes, this little pot, this pot for purifying. 
So he said, return it to them, because that is the people of the Mahad. And he accepted Islam on his behalf, on behalf of himself and his people. The hadith reported by Muslim, as I mentioned here, hadith number 868. So one of the evidences, one of the many, many evidences that Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa when he wanted to give an address to someone, to speak, to point, point something out, then he would begin with the praise of Allah. Just as Shaykh Fawzan said, that he would praise Allah and repeat words of praise upon him. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, back to the explanation of Shaykh Fawzan, he said, Then, in after Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa had praised Allah, extolled him, then he would explain whatever he wanted to explain. Alayhi salatu wassalam. May Allah extol him and grant him peace and security. So the author followed this methodology, meaning Imam al-Barbahari, he followed this example here in the book. He began, Alhamdulillah. So the author followed this methodology, following the example of those who came before, of the Salaf. And it is beginning with, Alhamdulillah. All praise is for Allah. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, and the meaning of Alhamdulillah or praise is for Allah is that it means all types of praise are for Allah the mighty and majestic and Alhamd praise means to praise and extol the one that you are praising so Allah, the majestic and most high, is praised for his self, for his that. Allah, the most high, is praiseworthy and is praised for his self. And he is to be praised for his names and his attributes. And he, the perfect, is praised for his actions. So for him are all the types of praise. He's, as the Sheikh said, he's praised for himself. For all these reasons, Allah is deserving of praise and is praised for his self, his perfect self, his perfect names and attributes, his perfect actions. So all types of praise are for him. Then the Sheikh said and gives a further reason. Because all blessings, all, all ni'am, every ni'amah, all blessings are from him, he the perfect. And another reason why Allah alone is, is praised, because all the blessings, every single blessing that we ever come receive is from Allah the Most High. So we praise him for that. And the Sheikh said, and as for other than him, then this person is praised in accordance with the level of his fine treatment. If someone behaves in a fine manner, then he can be praised in accordance with the limits of that behavior he's done. The thing that he's done, a fine action he's done, he's praised in accordance with the limits of that action. So he's praised for that action there, that specific action. Shaykh said, so as for other than him, other than Allah the Most High, then he is only praised in accordance with the level of his fine treatment. However, unrestricted, complete and comprehensive praise is for Allah 
the mighty and majestic. In praise which is not restricted in any way, unrestricted, total praise, all praise without restriction. Complete and perfect praise, no perfect praise, and all comp and comprehensive, all covering all types of praise, that is for Allah alone, the mighty and majestic. So therefore it is not permissible for you to say Alhamdu to so and so. That all praise is to such and such person. That's not permissible to say that. I mean all praise, Alhamdu. All praise is for so and so and to name a person, someone from the creation. With the meaning of istighraq, with the meaning of it being all embracing. I mean all praise belongs to this person here. That is not permissible. This is not permissible except for Allah. Just as occurs in the Quran, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar Rahman Ar Rahim. Surah Al Fatiha, the first surah, ayahs 2 and 3. With the explanation, all praise is for Allah, the Lord of the whole of creation, the extremely merciful one, the bestower of mercy, as evidence. Alhamdulillah alladhi khalaqa as-samawati wal-arada wa ja'ala al-dhulumati wal-nur Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah, the first ayah With explanation, all praise is for Allah He who created the heavens and the earth And who made the darkness and the night And the light, the darkness and the light And he quotes the third ayah Alhamdulillahi Fatir is Samawati Wal Arab. Surah Fatir, the first ayah. With the explanation, all praise is for Allah, the one who created the heavens and the earth. <coughs> then Shaykh Fazan said, As for your saying, Ashkuru Fulanan, I thank so and so. Or, I praise so and so. For such and such a thing Meaning for that specific thing On account of which you are praising him Or thanking him Then there is no harm There's no harm if someone does something Someone helps you with something And you say I thank you for this thing that you've done Or you say to someone else I praise him for this, this good action he's done here And Sheikh said there's no harm in that If you restrict it in that way but as for your saying, Alhamdulillah, all praise, unrestricted praise is for so-and-so, such and such person. Then this is not permissible, except with regard to Allah, the perfect and most high. And Allah, was he, Alhamdulillah, all praise is for Allah. Shaykh Fazan said, Allah is a name from his names he the most high and its meaning is al-ma'luh al-ma'bud the one who is venerated the one who is ma'bud the one who is worshipped because uluhiyya means ubudiyya worship Means the one who is worshipped. And it, the name Allah, is a name 
that cannot be used except for Allah. And no one besides Allah can ever have it as his name. So even the tyrants and the disbelievers and the atheists, none of them called himself Allah. Fir'aun the Pharaoh did not say an Allah. He did not say I am Allah. Rather he said Ana Rabbukumul A'la Surah Nazi'at 79th Surah Ayah 24 with the explanation that Fir'aun said to his people Ana Rabbukumul A'la I am your highest Lord but he did not say I am Allah he, just, he said I am your highest Lord Sheikh said so this is a name Allah this is a name specific to Allah the mighty and majestic and Rabbil Alameen obviously as occurs in the second ayah of Surah Fatiha Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen the Shaykh explains this phrase Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rabb means the owner who has the right to control and Al-Alameen is the plural of alam and it is all of the created things and Allah he is their Lord he is their Rabb he is their Lord and their creator and their controller and the one whom they worship and he is their God his saying and he moves back to the actual phrase used by Imam al-Barbahari he said his saying alhamdulillahi Islam. All praise is for Allah who guided us to Islam. Shaykh Fawzan said, Islam is the greatest ni'mah. Islam is the greatest blessing. And he quotes evidence for that. He said, He the Most High said, Al yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al Islam deena. Surah Al-Ma'idah, the fifth surah, ayah three. With the explanation, this day have I perfected your religion for you and completed my favor upon you and I'm pleased with Islam as your religion. Shaykh Fawzan said, so through Islam, the favor was perfected upon the Muslims and Allah the majestic and most high says Surah Yunus the 10th Surah Ayah 58 the Ayah with the explanation say let them rejoice at the bounty of Allah and his mercy say let them rejoice at the bounty of Allah and at his mercy Shaykh Fawzan said explaining this ayah the Fadlullah the bounty of Allah is Islam and Ar-Rahma the mercy referred to in the ayah is the Quran the bounty the Fadl of Allah the bounty of Allah here 
means Islam. And the Rahmah, the mercy, means the Quran. So therefore, let the people, let them rejoice at Islam and the Quran. That's the meaning of the ayah. And this explanation, as a, as a side point here, this explanation that Shaykh Fawzan mentioned, then it was, meant, it was reported by Imam Ibn Jarir, Muhammad Ibn Jarir al-Tabari in his tafsir from some of the tabi'een, from Qatada, and from Al-Hayah, just the same way as Shaykh Fawzan explained it here. That was meant in the ayah by Fadlullah, the bounty of Allah is indeed Islam, the religion of Islam, that is Allah's bounty. And the Rahmah, that is the Quran. And Shaykh Fawzan said, and this contains acknowledgement from you that the fadl, the bounty, the favor is from Allah in his guiding you to Islam. And in the author, as Al-Bar Bahari began here, Alhamdulillah alladhi hadana lil-Islam. All, pra all praise is for Allah who guided us to Islam. And who bestowed that favor upon us. Shaykh Fawzan said, this contains acknowledgement from you that the bounty or favor is for Allah in his guiding you to Islam and his directing you to it and making you firm upon it this is a favor or bounty this is a fadl, favor or bounty from Allah it has not come about through your effort nor through your ability rather it is tawfiq it is success given by Allah the perfect and most high. So he is the one who guided you. And therefore the people of paradise will say when they enter paradise on the day of resurrection, Alhamdulillahi hadana lihada wa ma kunna linahtadiya lawla an hadana Allah. Surah Al-A'raf, the seventh surah, ayah 43. That they will say, all praise is for Allah the one who guided us to this and we would not have been guided had Allah not guided us so the favor is from Allah alone that you're guided to Islam the favor is from Allah it's a favor of Allah upon you not by your ability and, and so forth it's a favor which Allah has bestowed upon you then Shaykh Fawzan said and his saying, وَمَنَّ عَلَيْنَا بِهِ Saying of the author, وَمَنَّ عَلَيْنَا بِهِ And he favored us with it. Sheikh said, Islam is a minna. Islam is a favor from Allah, the perfect and most high. Since nothing is obligatory upon Allah towards anyone, Rather, he just favors his servants with Islam and with blessings and with well-being and with provision. I mean, Allah the Most High, the Shaykh has explained that Allah the Most High does not do that as a duty that he has to. He has to give you, give, guide you to Islam. It's obligatory upon him to guide you to Islam. No, that he bestows upon you. It's not a binding duty upon him at all. It's a favor that he has bestowed upon you from himself.
Then Sheikh Fawzan said, He's saying, وَأَخْرَجَنَا فِي خَيْرِ أُمَّهِ And he brought us out in the best nation. Then from his saying, he the most high. كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ Surah Ali Imran, the third surah, I 110. Nation, you are the best nation brought out for mankind. Sheikh Fawzan said, so he's saying, Kuntum. With the explanation, you are, as Imam Baghawi and others explain it, meaning you are. Sheikh Fawzan said, Kuntum. He said, this is an address. You are, this is an address to the Muslims. Khaira ummatin, the best nation. Sheikh Fawzan said, mean the best of the nations. And al-ummah, nation, what it means is al-jama'ah, a group of people. Khaira ummatin ukhrijat nas. The best nation brought out for mankind. Consider, Sheikh said, consider his saying, Linnas. So this address to the Muslims, you are the best nation brought out. Linnas for mankind. Sheikh Fawzan said, consider his saying, Linnas for, ma for mankind. So the best of this nation do not restrict themselves to themselves. Do not keep themselves to themselves. Rather, they transmit benefit to mankind in calling them, giving them da'wah, and in jihad, and in teaching, and in guiding. It is not sufficient that a person learns himself and acts in himself and leaves the rest of the people, abandons the rest of the people. Rather, he must propagate, he must spread the call, and propagate the knowledge, and propagate the good, and call to Allah, and command the good, and forbid the evil. So that he is an active member, or an active participant, in the society of the Muslims. So his saying, Ukhrijat nas," brought out, the explanation brought out for mankind. Its meaning is, they were not brought out just for themselves alone. But rather, Allah brought them out for mankind. As a side point here, then in explanation of this ayah, then Imam Tirmidhi mentions and he reports in his Jami, in his Sunan, in the book of Tafsir, with a chain of narration declared Hassan, hadith declared Hassan by Shaykh al Albani from Bahaz ibn Hakim, from his father, from his grandfather, that he heard the Prophet وسلم, say with regard to his saying. كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ Allah's Messenger sallallahu himself said about this ayah. He said, You are the completion of 70 nations. You are the best of them. 
and the most honorable of them with Allah. Also, there's a report in Al-Bukhari, this side point continued, that Al-Bukhari also brings a narration from Abu Hurairah, anhu, that he said, with regard to this same ayah, خَيْرٌ نَاسِ nas That you are the best of the people for the people. You bring them in chains, you bring them with chains around their necks until they enter into Islam. capture them and bring them and then they see the beauty of Islam and they enter into Islam and then as the narration obviously Sheikh Albani points out in his abridgment of Al-Bukhari that uh, as Abu Hurairah also reports a similar narration directly from Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam but he doesn't mention tafsir of the ayah he just mentions that your Lord is amazed at people who will enter paradise in chains anyway back to the explanation of Sheikh Al-Fawzan he said brought out for mankind its meaning is they were brought out not just for themselves alone but rather Allah brought them out for the whole of mankind then Shaykh Fawzan said his saying saying of the author Al-Barbahari so we ask him for tawfiq for success in attaining that which he loves and is pleased with. Sheikh Fawzan said, a person should ask Allah for thabat, for firmness, even though he knows the truth and acts upon it and holds it as his belief, then still he should not feel secure that he will not deviate or be put to trial shouldn't feel secure about that, shouldn't feel safe. He's upon the truth, he knows the truth, he acts upon it, he believes it. Still, he should not feel secure that he will not deviate and that he will not be put to trial. Such that trials fitten, trials and tribulations come to him and overcome him so that he strays away from the path of Allah. And therefore, he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, used to say, O turner of the hearts, make my heart firm upon your religion. In the footnote, they reference this hadith, and they say, reported by Imam Ahmad, and Ibn Majah in his Sunan, and Al-Nasai in his Sunan al-Kubra, and Ibn, Ibn Hibban in his Sahih and Al-Hakim in his Mustadrak and he declared it authentic to the standard of Muslim and Al-Dhahabi agreed and Al-Busayri said in Misbah al-Zajaja his notes to his checking of Ibn Majah his chain of narration is Sahih and as a side point Shaykh al-Albani likewise Rahimahullah declared this hadith Sahih then Shaykh Fawzan said Giving a second example of this, why even if a person is upon the truth and believes it and acts upon it, still he should not feel safe. He should make du'a to Allah for firmness. He gives a second proof for this. He said, and Al-Khalil, the especially beloved one, obviously referring to Ibrahim, the Prophet Ibrahim, alayhi salam, the one described as the father of the prophets, Ibrahim. He said, Al-Khalil, 
especially beloved one alayhi salatu wasalam said in his supplication wajnubni wa baniya anna abudal asnam rabbi innahunna adralna kathiran minan nas surah ibrahim the 14th surah ayahs 35 and 36 this prophet who was ahead of those of who people were upon tawheed ahead of those in his time and those came later who stayed away from shirk he made dua and he would say and keep me and my sons far removed from worshipping the idols oh my lord they have caused the misguidance of many of the people the sheikh said he feared for himself this was Ibrahim السلام, the one who's what happened in his, his story with regard to Tawheed and opposing his people for their shirk is well known and yet still he feared as the people knowledge mentioned he still feared shirk for his, himself so how about the rest of us and keep me and my sons far removed from worshipping the idols oh my lord they have, mis they have caused the misguidance of many of the people the sheikh said he feared for himself and likewise the sheikh said the stronger a person's iman in Allah is then the more he will fear and not feel secure with regard to fitan, trials and tribulations and he will not commend himself will not do tazkiyah of himself not declare himself pure and good and fine and so forth rather he will ask what the sheikh said he will always and continually Ask Allah for thabat, for firmness, and for husn al-khatima, and for a fine conclusion to his life. And he will fear an e having an evil conclusion. And he will fear, he will fear fitan, trials and tribulations. And he will fear deviation and misguidance, and the callers to evil. Then the sheikh said, his saying, And for preservation, the saying of Al-Barbahari continuing, and for preservation from that which he detests and is angry with. So that he guides us and grants us that which he loves and is pleased with, with regard to actions and sayings and beliefs and that he keeps us away from whatever angers him from sayings and actions and beliefs since he is al-hadi since he is the one who guides he the perfect and most high and he is the one who grants the success in attaining correctness and he is the one who shows the correct way and the one who guides the people to it 